listeners. PG here with a preview of our bonus after show, available exclusively for our Patreon backers. Kelly and Brian from Club Drosselmeyer join us to continue the conversation. We talk about the best way to approach this event and what type of puzzles to expect. Kelly and Brian share an infamous closing night story and tell us why they won't ever repeat that particular storyline. They also talk about being embraced by the puzzling community and why it was so unexpected. Here, we share some advice for interacting with performers at an immersive event, and also how to draw some hesitant guests deeper into your storyline. So one of my other pieces of advice for people that want to come to this that feel like they're bad actors is just be yourself. It can be intimidating coming to these events and feeling like you got to interact with these actors. I think my biggest mistake my first time was also like, I'm going to make a whole character. It's going to be great. I had a fake name. I had this backstory. And then I just completely froze in the moment because I don't have training in this type of stuff. And I'm not an experienced LARPer. And then I just blanked and I couldn't think of like, well, what do I do? And there's so much going on and you're overthinking it. After that experience, never again. I'm always just myself. I'm always new here. I don't really know what's going on, but it looks like you guys got something interesting. Can you tell me about it? And it's been much easier after that because the first time I was like, I'm a spy. I'm doing all these things. I can give you the next step up that I think will help you. There's a spot between I'm just me and I'm new here and I made a whole character. And that is I'm me and I know something else. The way that I play Drosselmeyer, because I don't want to like LARP the whole thing. And also I have, especially the last few Drosselmeyers, 20, 30, 40 people who are in the audience who are also my friends. I can't pull off a LARP when no one else is really LARPing. But what I will do is in Drosselmeyer, the character that I am is I'm me, but I was an OSS officer, which was the precursor to the CIA. And I had spent some time in France and I knew what was going on. I knew bad things were happening. I knew the U.S. needed to get involved. So I'm just me, but I know they're bad things and and that something needs to change. I mean, that's helpful if you're a history major, I suppose. <laughs> but you can just go on Wikipedia and read a little bit about the year and build that out. And you don't need to, like, you don't even need to act on it in any way. You don't need to talk about anything that goes on over there. I don't do that. Like, I, I don't go and start doing exposition at people. But what that does is it gives me a way to, like, color my responses to things or it gives me kind of a moral compass to work with in that character whereas like a lot of times in these things if i'm just me my reaction is well what's the most fun thing to do right now which is frequently the bad thing i personally especially in in a 1940 environment cannot bring myself to to go and do the bad thing in that particular set of circumstances what you do matters Right. But anyway, that's my general advice. Like, So even if you were just going to like a wizards and magic type light LARP or something like that, just adding in your you plus one other thing that you know, that's my advice for wading into the LARP pool without diving into it. Something else that I always remind people is that you don't have to interact with anybody at all. No. It never. We will never require you to interact. We will not do that annoying thing where somebody in a silly outfit will come up to you and be like, hey, look at this guy. 
We will never bring attention to you. We'll never talk to you if you don't want to be talked to. There are plenty of people who do want to interact. So we're not going to go out of our way to make people who are uncomfortable interact with the interactors. Yeah, I don't know. The characters might come by and ask if you could help them with things. But if you don't want to, you can just say no. But you'll have a lot more fun if you get involved in things. Carol calls it the catch and release. This is Carol Murphy. Yeah, Carol Murphy has described this a, a couple of times. It's a great description. This concept of you go up to somebody, you say something very quick and see how they respond, and then you let them go right away. And if the response is that they're uncomfortable and they don't want to be there, then you just you move on. And if they approach you afterwards, then you'll know that's something that they were interested in. And so it's maybe like two words. Have you seen my sister? Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to bother you. And then you walk away. And if it's somebody who doesn't want to be part of that kind of a story, you'll never see them again. But if it's somebody who does, then they'll come up to you afterwards and be like, I think I saw your sister. Right. Okay. Oh, that's that's a good opening. And I always like when I'm kind of asked for help. That makes it a lot easier for me to participate. Right, right. And all of our interactors are trained to respond to guests that way. Can you help me? And it took a long time to figure out what the best way to go about that was, but it's always a question of you're the main character and our cast, they are the supporting characters. How do we support you to do something that you're comfortable doing and not make you do anything that you don't want to do? Listen to the rest of the episode now by becoming a patron today at patreon.com slash artist to access our library of over 50 bonus aftershows.